Welcome to Breakthrough Success, the place where you will learn content marketing that works. I'm your host, Mark Roberti, and I help business owners get more leads and revenue with content marketing and online advertising. For this episode, we're going to talk about five SEO tips to get more visibility. Search engine optimization is a very important concept of any successful marketing strategy because when people are using search engines to find articles, videos, and podcasts, it's different from an ad exclusive approach because with SEO, people have a search intent in mind. There is a very different intent from scrolling on social media versus typing something in like SEM Rush Review or Best Fitness Coach. There's a very different intent there where in some cases, someone is willing to give money for the best solution. They know they have a problem already and they want to solve that problem. Others are still going through the awareness phase, they're learning, and they aren't ready to commit yet. But the idea is that with search engine optimization, people are going in with a very clear intent. And if you know what intents you want your potential customer to have, you can frame content around those intents. So we're gonna cover these five SEO tips so that you are able to get more visibility from your content and drive more meaningful traffic. The first tip is to create a content pillar. I went deeper into this in the previous episode, but the idea is that a content pillar is this massive piece of content. You're constantly linking to it with these smaller pieces of content that you create for yourself and for guest posts. The content pillar, it's this major investment you put into your blog. It should be at least 2,000 words, and it is a living, breathing blog post that you continue to update as you create more topic clusters, as more research data becomes available. It is a piece of content that you stay on top of. You don't need too many content pillars to get started. One to three is good when you're starting out because... Once you create the content pillar, the real work comes in creating so many articles about the subtopics, and then you can even do subtopics of the subtopics. So this get really deep, but the idea is that a content pillar, you've got this massive piece of content, at least 2,000 words, and you're linking to it from a bunch of other places. Make sure you watch the previous episode I did if you want to learn more about content pillars. The second SEO tip to get more visibility is to use tools like SEMrush or WordStream for your keyword research. Keyword research is something that you should do before you write the blog post because it's going to be the keywords that people use to search for content. And if you are prioritizing the wrong keywords, the effort that you put into creating the blog post isn't going to bear much fruit. Keyword research, when you get more comfortable with it, it really does not take that long. It can take five to 10 minutes when you've got it dialed in. And you would do keyword research for several articles in one go. So you have a bunch of ideas all ready to go. And then it's just a matter of writing the content. It only takes a few extra minutes to do keyword research. And you could even do a month's worth in one sitting, which would definitely take longer than five to 10 minutes. But the idea is that 
you're putting in a little bit of time to increase the probability that your content performs well on search engines. And when we think about the amount of time that goes into creating content, which can be several hours for some people, and then you're updating it, which means even more time, it is definitely worth it to use keyword research to discover good opportunities. Now, content pillars, they're usually more geared towards a broader keyword, but it's also good to use long tail keywords, which I have a few more words in them. So like content marketing would be a broad keyword. Content marketing strategies for small businesses is a long tail keyword. Long tail keywords have less competition, can help with cluster ideas. And if these articles do well and point back to your pillar, your content pillar can do well and start to move up in the rankings for these highly competitive keywords that also get an incredible amount of monthly search volume. So keyword research is the second tip for more visibility. The third one is to build up your backlinks. Backlinks are essentially telling Google that your content is good enough to the point where other people are linking to it. And people used to pay for links. That was a disaster for those people because Google clamps down on that. So you have to get backlinks through a few legitimate methods where it's basically websites and blogs related to your industry. And it's not just listed um, in the middle of like a hundred other links one after the other. So the way that you build up backlinks, there are a few ways, guest blogging and guest podcasts. And they follow the same idea where you are providing value on someone else's platform. And at the end of the guest posts, like in your bio or in your podcast appearance bio, you link to your website. Now, there are some opportunities where you can link to a content pillar and you should capitalize on those opportunities if they present themselves. Some guest blogs will let you do one link to your website within the guest post. That's an opportunity to use your pillar. You want to prioritize the content pillars whenever possible with these backlinks. And if you keep guest blogging, you keep appearing on podcasts, it just builds more and more links. There are a lot of ways to build backlinks. That could be a whole other section. But one thing that I am going to mention, and of course, quality content, like I feel like that goes without saying, but original research is a really great way to build backlinks because not only is it good content, but you have something that very few, if any, people have anything remotely similar to it. So like a five content marketing tips article, a lot of those exist on the web. There are not as many articles that are like, we studied 100 content marketers. Here's how long they make their blog posts on average. Here's how much time they spend on their marketing on average. Let's get deep into the minds of content marketing experts and ask 100 people like, very few people are putting in that type of an effort to get a hundred or more people to take a survey 
to ask all these people enough questions to make an interesting article and to then compile the results. Since there are so few articles that are original research, and it's more of evergreen tips, the original research gives you a much better chance of standing out and getting the backlinks. And it's even better if you can use this original research to point back to your content pillar. So that's the third SEO tip, build your backlinks with original research being something you should definitely consider. It definitely takes the most work, but it's something that relatively few people are doing. And I have a feeling that for most industries, including your own, you could probably count with your hands how many people in your industry are doing original research consistently for their content strategy. It's such a small number that do this. The fourth SEO tip is to purge your website. Now we need content to rank on search engines because people type in user intents and content just shows up. So why would it make sense then to purge your website and get rid of some of your previous blog posts and pages? Well, it turns out if you have a bunch of irrelevant blog posts and pages, especially ones that are getting no visitors and have high bounce rates and low visit times for your website, that's going to confuse Google. And it's good to think of it this way. If you, let's say there's a big studio and they produce three good movies, one bad movie, three good movies, one bad movie. All those bad movies, it could be a little confusing. Like, do I know for sure that it's going to be a good movie? Especially when we get to ratios like for every one good movie the studio produces, it produces one bad movie. Well, for every good movie, there are two bad movies. And there are metrics and stuff like that where people can decide what makes a good movie or what makes a bad movie. Uh, so the idea is that if a studio or a content creator is regularly producing good piece after good piece, they're a more reliable source. Google feels a little more confident with moving that person higher in the search results because of a history of good articles that are doing well. Versus if you have a lot of dormant articles that are a bit off topic from what you're doing now, those can confuse Google. They're not entirely sure what your website is about. It's a good idea to purge some of the articles. You can set up redirects so that those inactive articles that weren't really doing anything for you link to a new piece of content that is performing well. You could even link to a landing page as well with those redirects so that you're able to grow your email list. It's similar to the minimalist approach where if you've got a lot of clothing or a lot of clutter, you're just trying to get rid of some of that stuff because you don't wear it anymore or uh, you rarely use it anymore. You just want to focus on uh, having less clutter in your room or in your house. Like it, It's the same type of approach with purging your website and it can help with SEO. Uh, it, it's basically the idea of more isn't always better and focusing on your strengths can lead to better outcomes instead of just more for the sake of more. 
The final SEO tip for more visibility is to monitor your competition, especially the ones who appear on page one. See what they're doing, how long are their blog posts, how many backlinks are they including? Because to Google these page one results, especially results one, two, and three, are the golden standard. Google is telling you every time you put in a search result, what pages, what type of caliber they like the most. And you can incorporate some of that in your blog post and try to go above that as well. So for some page one results, you may have to write over 5,000 words to have more content than whoever is on page one. For other search results like long tail keywords, you may only need a one to 2,000 word blog post. But the idea is to monitor your competition, see how they're writing their content, and also look up their names on Google to see what podcasts they're appearing on, what guests, posts they've published, and see what they're doing with their online presence to command the type of SEO dominance that they have. So those are the five different tips to get more SEO visibility. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I look forward to seeing you in the next one.